Blog Talk Radio. Listening to the LC and Jack Radio Show live from New York. And now, here are your hosts, LC and Jack. Wondering, I'll see if you were ever going to turn that down. Um, how's it going? Holy cow, is that Jack? You are listening to the LC and Jack radio show. <laughs> I see we're having problems. I don't know, man. It must be just you, man. When you come on last week, it was flawless. You had no problems last week, LC? No problem whatsoever. I find that hard to believe. <laughs> One of the three. <laughs> Oh, well, you check, know, check the podcast, okay? <laughs> well, hey, LC. I mean, where have you been? No, where have you been, Jack? Is your uh, LC's ex- holding it down for the show with Riding High. You know, listeners are like, "Yo, LC, we love you." But you know, where's Jack? And I said, "Well, hang in there, and eventually uh, we'll find him somewhere." I think he was traveling the world. And, well, you know, doing his thing. Me, traveling the world. That's right. Well, speaking of the world, that's actually what I wanted to ask you. If, <laughs> if your extended vacation is finally over. I mean, you just disappeared like the Mets. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> what yeah, well, happened? I'm on the Yankees right now, okay? Uh, last week, I let the listeners know that LC's holding down the Yankees. And uh, it's time to ride or die all the way to another championship, number 28. And I'm... I'm What's you know, going I'm, on? I, I haven't really been following the uh, the baseball season, or at least the postseason. Where where are they? The yeah, well, the Yankees are waiting for their opponent, their next opponent. They have won their first series, beat up on their uh, opponent, and um, which were the Minnesota Twins. So now they're waiting to find out who they will play this evening. That will be determined. It is game five, and the Yankees are just home smoking cigars, you know, waiting and uh, to find out. I believe the series will start either Friday or Saturday for the second round of the playoffs. So I have my Yankee hat. And uh, I'm good to go. He was such a phony. <laughs> I don't think I've ever met a larger phonier, <laughs> or phony, I should say, than LC. I mean, when all is going good for his team, he hates the Yankees, he hates the other guy. And then when his team is kicked to the curb, which is usually early, he starts rooting for the other New York team that's still in there. So I mean, Well, you know, I'm a New you, York type of guy. And, you know, my team is dead, buried, and I don't know if we ever come back alive. So I've got to ride or die with the New York team that's, that's doing it, which is the Yankees. I, I'm not going to hate, you know. it's The Yankees are doing it. And, you know, uh, rest in peace to George. But he put this... 
outrageous team together that is always in the hunt. And you know what? I, I like to be with winner. So it's time well, to ride with the Yankees. Just in case you haven't all the way to November. Just in case you haven't realized, your te- your team's been dead for for a few years. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, that is true, Jack. Unfortunately, it is unbelievable. Omar got fired. Jerry got fired. And the hunt is on now for the next guy to try to put this, salvage this team and put something decent on the field. Uh, I tell you, it's very depressing, but, you know, I guess better days will happen sometime, but uh, nobody knows when. So, yeah. Well, they always, they always do. I tell you, but, uh, yeah, so... Um, we're rolling here, and uh, we are waiting for the Yankees to do their thing, so I'm ready. Well, in the meantime, how about we get this thing started? What do you say, partner? Let's make it happen. All right, great. Tonight's show is being brought to you by Harry's Auto Body of Lindbrook, New York. If your automobile has bumps or bruises, no matter how bad, Harry will fix it. 516-593-7181. Elsie, if uh, a listener would like to advertise on the Elsie and Jack radio show or contact us, how can they do that? Oh, Jack, that's a great question. You know, they give us a shout. Give us a call in the office, area code 631-664-4452. Give us a shout. We have a package that we can put together. We have live plugs here on the show as we speak now. We can plug in. Or we can put you up on our webpage, which is lcandjack.com. And, um, you know, we really uh, appreciate the support of our current sponsors, and we're looking always to add new sponsors to our growing list. So give us a call, and we will put a package together that will meet your needs. Erica, 631-664-4452. Absolutely. Our guest tonight is an established small business owner who hails from Nassau County, New York. With over 30 years of experience, he has successfully served thousands of customers, including L.C. and Jack. We are pleased and delighted to welcome tonight Mr. Ken Mott to the L.C. and Jack radio show. Mr. Mott, are you there? Yes, I am. Hi, guys. How are you? Pretty good. How are you there, Mr. Mott? How's everything going? Everything is going pretty good. Can't complain too much. And how was your day today? Very good today. Kind of busy today. Yeah, did, did you make some very busy good days? Sometimes kind of quiet, but today was a good day. We were very busy today. Okay, great. Well, we're gonna we're gonna get right into it because we're really uh, excited that you're on the show tonight. I think that the topic we're going to discuss, which is business, uh, especially in the entrepreneurial sense, will help many. So, once again, welcome to the broadcast. In the interest of time. We're going to move through the first part of the interview rather quickly. So briefly tell us who you are and what you do. Then I, Jack, will ask you a series of questions that you must answer in less than 10 seconds. Are you ready? I'm ready to go. Okay. So why don't you tell us who you are and what you do? And then I'll get started with some of my questions for you. Okay. My name is Kenneth Mott. I'm Harry's Auto Body, 236 Merrick Road in Lindenbrook. Been in business for over 35 years now. And uh, wife, a few kids, a few expenses and mortgages like everyone else. And uh, there's a whole lot more to me than that. Just a hardworking guy. 
Tell us about your business. How did that get started? Oh, um, you were born with a silver spoon, or how how'd you get started? Oh, yeah, straight off the farm, North Carolina. <laughs> sure, sure. Silver spoon in the dirt. Anyway, what happened was um, I, just hard work, very hard work. Um, I actually went to school at Bosley's and for auto mechanics, and then I went to get a job for uh, as a mechanic. I was offered a training for body fin repair. And I took that instead, so uh, the rest almost is history after that. Something I liked doing, and I found out I could do it very well. And uh, I started doing it, and uh, I did my stint as an insurance adjuster, so I worked that into the business for a while. And then I went and bought a business that was an established business in Valley Stream, and uh, that had been there for like 25 years before me. And um, I bought the business with a couple of employees, and at one time we had it up to about 10 or 15, almost 15 employees. Um, during the downturn economy, things have been up and down and uh, more and less employees, but right now it's a little quiet. We work about five or six people regularly, pretty much all the time right now. And uh, it wasn't easy. It was hard, hard work, long hours. But uh, in the end, it pays off. At least I didn't have well, a boss over me kicking my butt, so, you know, any mistakes, uh, problems with problems I cause. So, you know, I don't want to cause problems for myself, so. Well, I'm going to ask you a series of questions now, and we want to see sure. if you can answer them in, in 10 seconds or less, all right? The first question is, will you ever work for someone again? Uh, probably not. Okay. How many <laughs> hours do you put in a day? Uh, honestly, I put in about... Um, I put in about 10 hours a day, 8 to 10 hours. I put in 9 to 10 hours a day. Name, every one, day. name one thing you hate about your job. Uh, uh, I really don't hate anything about it. Um, only The only small difficulty is the fact that I don't get as many vacations as most people. That's the only mm -hmm. thing. Other than that, no. There's nothing else I hate about my job. How do you handle stress? Stress, um, goodness, I guess I've just learned to deal with it by the fact that, as I mentioned just a little earlier, any problems that I have, I basically cause them myself. So I do everything I can to avoid problems because problems, stress comes from problems, basically. And uh, I've learned to run, a, run my business in a way that there's very little stress because there are very few problems. I've learned to avoid problems. In your, opinion, like, yes, sorry, go in your ahead. opinion, should more people risk owning a business? Owning a business isn't for everyone, and, and that's for sure, because someone, some people don't want to work as hard or or, or, or or take the chance, because it is you are taking a bit of a chance. But um, I think more people should own a business, yes. No. Elsie and, and I were talking about that earlier, and we may touch on that a little later. But okay. uh, the next question for you, and we're almost finished. We have two more questions for you. And the next question is, do you, do you ever consult with psychics on the future of your enterprise? Uh, no, uh, not yet. <laughs> not yet. Okay. <laughs> not yet. Where, would you, where would you rather be when you're not at work? Um... On the golf course, or playing a little music someplace, or down at the beach, just chilling. Uh huh. Okay. Well, good job, Elsie. Hit him up.
Yeah, you know, well, what, what type of uh, what type of cigars do you like to smoke there, Ken? Uh, I gave that up. Don't do them anymore. <laughs> no? No. I was, I was going to say, Jack, Jack, but I gave them up too. Jack, Jack loves Cubans, so I, I, I oh, figured we'd get him to drop oh. off and, you know, a humidor with and a I box of um, some Cubans for you. All right. I might try them. What the heck? I'm going to take them out on the golf course with me. <laughs> that's that's a fair deal, you know. Yeah. So. <laughs> so you you know you mentioned you made a comment earlier where you said that you know perhaps everyone is not built to own a business and um, what did what did you mean by that? Or if you um, go into greater detail in terms of um, what what are some of the the key ingredients to a successful business owner. Like I often wonder times if do you, do you have to be nasty? Do you have to shout and scream and throw things around? And just to give you an example, I was I was in a um, a uh, salad shop earlier today. Nice place. The guy's done well for himself. He's been there probably I don't know six or seven years. But he's a screamer, and every time I go in there to this place. He's yelling and screaming and pick it up and come on, let's go and you got this and you got. And it was almost annoying to me as a customer. Like I don't want to hear this every time I come in here. But do you think that that attributed to his success? Um, not necessarily. Probably not at all. Uh, it probably <laughs> diminished his success more than attributed to it because um, no, most people don't want to hear that either. And that's I think that's just a, just a personality trait of the gentleman. Uh, some people okay. are born that way, and they just do that because I am totally opposite. I never scream. I never yell. I get a lot done. I've had good success, and I just, that's one of the things I pride myself on is not yelling, not screaming, but saying something, being decisive in what I'm saying, meaning what I say, and getting it done. But I don't. I never yell. Never, ever. Every, I, I go calmly, quietly, and walk quietly and carry a big stick. So, so there's no formula for the successful business owner. It comes in many shapes and sizes, I guess. Exactly, exactly. And one of the main, the, the, I think the most important thing is uh, 100% customer service. You have just got to take care of the customer. Whatever the customer needs, you do your very best to supply that need, no matter what it takes. I mean, if he's got to bend over backwards, go an extra mile. That's the. I think that is the uh, secret to a successful business. Mm-hmm. So is the customer always right? Absolutely, the customer is always right, even when they're wrong. Yeah. Yeah. You're listening to the LC and Jack Radio Show on Blog Talk Radio. If you'd like to join the discussion this evening with Mr. Ken Mott of Harry's Auto Body in Lindbergh. Please pick up the phone and dial 347-843-4738 to be a part of the discussion. I'll see. Uh, Ken, is there, what type of pressure is it to own your own business and understand that, you know, you have a mortgage, you have uh, a certain lifestyle that you may have. Is there an additional pressure that a yeah, uh, entrepreneur will have? There are quite a number of pressures because owning your own business, of course, the buck stops with you. I mean, everything ends up with you. You have to make sure everything gets done. All the bills get paid. All the people get paid. Uh, all the customers are happy. Everything ends up with you. 
Well, you've got to have a strong organization. You've got to have people that you can depend on to do to take some of the weight off of you, so that you can uh, manage well, rather mm-hmm. than trying to do everything yourself. You have to put people in places that that you can, uh, you know, delegate work and just let them run certain things and do certain things for you. Mm-hmm. Well, your organization will run a, a, a whole lot better than if you're trying to do every little thing yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, now is it better? You you purchased this business already established, correct? Yes. Was that important to you that the business was already established, or were you? It just kind of worked that way. Not necessarily. It it was just it just turned out that way because it was a business that I found that I knew was a good business, and then the gentleman uh, that I bought it from was actually just he was ready to retire, and I was ready to start a business. So it all happened at the same time. It was uh, just. A meeting of the minds in the right place at the right time. So would you say if someone is looking to purchase an, uh, a franchise, you wouldn't say it would be bad or good, just depending on the circumstance? Absolutely. No. You, you could do it either way. But no matter how you do it, just uh, as long as you're ready to uh, put in some long hours and do some serious hard work, it, it, it could work either way. Because if I didn't buy a business, I would. My intention actually was to um, start a business. Mm-hmm. Ken, typically we take calls on the program. Do you mind taking a call or two? Oh, not at all. No problem. Let's see who we have on the line. Caller, who are you, and where are you from? Hi, caller. Oh. Yes, caller. Hello? Yes, Hello. how you doing? I'm good, how are you? Good, it's one of your old buddies from back in the day, Anthony. Anthony? No, Cornbread. What's up there, Cornbread? It's uh, LC and What's Jack. What's going on? What's going on? Jack, how are you? Doing? MI- Jack is in my A. Where's he? He's, he's back. <laughs> he finally decided to show up. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, you know. Nice. <laughs> he, he actually is still on the show. That's great, because I thought he was Mr. Snuffleupagus, you know, like Big Bird Spring you have seen before. No, well, you know what it is, Cornbread. L.C. Yeah. had told me that he, he was really interested in trying to run his own business. So he asked me to stop doing the show with him for a while because he wanted to see if he could do it all on his own. So yeah. I had to, uh, yeah. you know, he, he's the boss. So I had to yeah. give in and, and okay. just basically basically listen but um say hello to mr mod hey hello mr mod i was listening to the uh the interview and it's very good i might if i if i have any car problems i know where to bring it now you got it be glad to help you out anytime have you ever had any thoughts of owning your own business cornbread well lc knows that you know I, i've owned several businesses you know and and like he said you know everything comes on on you you know and um, all you have to do is just make everybody happy and, and things will work out, you know. Yeah, Cornbread doing his thing, he has many hats there, Jack. Many hats, many hats. Yeah. Yes. My, my main thing is in the kitchen. I love to cook. So I might start my own cooking show again with video. So I, I've done it with people, like for uh, parties and weddings and stuff like that. But now the Internet is... Is uh, such a big thing. I think I'm gonna let people see what I do instead of just hearing about it. 
Because, you know, mm-hmm. back, back in the day, it was word of mouth. Mm-hmm. And, and that worked for me for, like, 25, 30 years. But, uh, you know, I want to uh, spread my horizons by getting in front of the camera and, and, and doing that guy goes bang, you know? <laughs> well, it's funny. It's funny you say that because Jack has this urge to get on camera. So I'm trying to nudge him, <laughs> to, you know, to... Uh, we team up with uh, Mr. Breadman, maybe on a show. Yeah. You can yeah. show, you know, you can teach him how to cook something. Yeah, and, you know, well, and uh, we can make it happen. Have a couple guests on. We yeah. got some fun. Yeah. Well, Ken, yeah, is, is there good. any advice you'd give to Cornbread about starting some sort of a video food venture? No, not really. I mean, he sounds like he's uh, pretty aware of what it takes. Uh, he sounds like he's about ready to go, man. All he's got to do is. Uh, make up his mind to do it because he, he's got the pointers there. He knows what he got to do. So when he's ready, it shouldn't be a problem for him to go right ahead and do it. Yeah, but I'm looking for that smell-o-vision. So if you got any hints, the smell-o-vision, because some people, when they see the food, they want to smell it. You know, streaming <laughs> <laughs> it live across the, the world, you know. The smell-o-vision will really get their attention, you know. Good luck. So if you got any hints on that, I appreciate it. Maybe someone will come up with smell vision soon. I mean, more than likely, I mean, high tech is moving pretty fast these days, you know. So you can never tell. You never know when it's coming. I mean, they got the car that drives itself right now. I just saw one the other day. That's what I'm saying. That's, right. That's what I'm saying. You know, That's right. I wouldn't be surprised if smell vision comes out tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> no. That'll be a good thing. It just may. Cornbread, thanks so much for the call, and uh, thank, thank you for you listening for to the LC and Jack radio show. Hey, All right, Brad. Thanks a lot. I'll see you soon. Later. So many people want to start uh, their own business, and, and Ken, as Cornbread said, that he wears many hats. Um, in the world of business, when you're trying to get something going, is that is that a good thing to be involved in several things, or should you have sort of a strong focus on one or two uh, I, 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 well, it depends on the individual themselves. I mean, uh, the, the more things you try and um, stir at one time, uh, probably the less likely you're going to be really proficient at either one or really good at uh, anything because I, w- I would think if you want to do a few things, you would probably want to do one or two things very well and then exp- then perhaps expand, uh, put people in place, management, stuff like that. And, yeah, sure, you could grow business, grow franchises, things like that. But uh, you don't want to spread yourself too thin at one time because you've got to be able to focus on uh, making something work. If you spread too thin, that may be a little difficult. Mm-hmm. And at, uh, just one more, Elsie. And at this stage of the game for you, are you... Are you involved in towing and all that kind of stuff too? Are you? Uh, I used to have a tow truck, but um, I wasn't really um, doing a lot of towing, so the tow truck was just uh, an expense basically sitting there. So what I do now is I offer a 24-hour tow service. If you would call my shop, you can get 24-hour towing service anytime because I have a tow service on call. So okay. that, that takes care of the towing and for, for me and customers that need it 24 hours a day. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that had to have been a, a very difficult time when you had the truck and you were I mean, going out in the snow and holidays Ooh, and weekends. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah. how do you, 
What did your family say? Did they think you were just crazy? or? Oh, they thought I was away on vacation most of the time. I was in <laughs> Unfortunately, it wasn't a vacation. <laughs> yeah. You were out all time of night, and uh, uh, if you get a driver to drive the truck, of course, you got to try and get decent people. Otherwise, they're going to tear your equipment up, and, and they got to be dependable, and they got to be there. So a lot of times I, I would drive the truck myself and didn't get a nap during the middle of the day. So that was kind of tough. So that's why I kind of chose to de- uh, to uh, pass the towing off to someone else and just offer a tow service rather than try and run a truck, put insurance on it, and pay the expense and maintenance of a truck. Because that's, that's but tow truck, if you're doing towing, that truck needs to roll all the time. The truck needs to pay for itself. Mm-hmm. Right. Shop does not need to pay for the uh, tow truck. So. Mm-hmm. Each entity you have in your business should actually carry itself. I mean, I learned that a long time ago from a couple of dealers that I used to deal with. Did you ever plow? Yeah. Um, no, we did not. You, you didn't plow, okay. okay. Mm-mm. There again, we would uh, form that out. Right. Wow. Okay. Hey, hey, Ken, what, what, do, uh, what would you say if, you know, we have listeners out there and they're like, yeah, I want to get into business not really sure what direction to go in. What would you suggest to them? What's a good way of kind of feeling your way into whatever that happens to be? Well, the main thing they should do, I would think, would be that any business you want to go into, what you should do is um, do a lot of uh, research, um, break out your books, do your studying, and um, if there's any way possible, Try and work within that um, industry before you um, decide to open that particular business in that industry because that was one of the things that I was doing. I was in the automotive industry before I bought my business, mm-hmm. and it made it a lot easier because, I mean, I knew a lot about it, and um, I had seen a lot of people doing the same thing that I was doing. So, you know, I learned each day from everybody that I could. So you understood the pitfalls of the business, and mm-hmm. at least going in, you kind of c- could uh, prepare yourself for, right. for for you know for what you're going to undertake, which is uh-huh. which is huge. I guess they say the small business has a huge, um, uh, you know, the, the success rate for the small businessman is is not super high. A lot of a uh, lot of businesses fail. I, I guess they say within the first year. Uh, the number is outrageous of uh, failure to success. Yeah, that's um, that's true. Um, I've heard that too, and I believe it is true. And I believe the reason for that, which would probably one of the reasons, would probably be that a lot of people go into small business. They uh, see someone else in in a business, and they see the business going very well. And they because I've I've heard this. I've heard people go like, "Oh, wow, man, you must be making a lot of money." Your job is easy. You don't do anything. I, I hear people every day say, I do nothing. But it's because I, I've learned to do my job well, and I've learned to make it look easy. But I'm doing a lot of stuff that they don't even realize I'm doing. Right. So they'll go into business to have an easy job and do nothing, but they can't. you can't run a business doing nothing. There's right. a lot to do, and you have to be willing to do a lot. Right. So I think that's why a lot of them may not make it. They may... They may go in thinking, oh, this is nothing. I can just sit here and make a lot of money. Right. Like, like Joe Blow over there, you know. But it doesn't work that way. 
It's hard work. Any most business are very hard work. But you gotta so be Ken, willing to put in the time and the labor. Right. So Ken, when when I watch the news, which is uh well it's <laughs> it's a few times a week. It's been so grim lately that uh, I don't follow it the way I used to, but when I hear these analysts say that um, more money needs to be pumped into the economy so that small business owners can create jobs for for folks and get them back to work, how many jobs would you create if the president gave you a million dollars? Oh, man. Uh, when they say they were a million dollars, he's like, I'll open up three shops, okay? (laughs) Absolutely. I'd be opening up shop all around the block and uh, (laughs) Uh, Now, well, is that what they're speaking of when they say that, about putting money into the economy so that you can open shops and employ more people? Or are they talking about a business that already has 50 more people or 100 more people? What small businesses are they talking about? Well, small business. When people, when most people mention small business, they don't, they don't, not really uh, referring to a business of my size with with uh, five or six employees. I think most small businesses that they are referring to, yes, is like fifty people, hundred people, two hundred people. I think that's what they're calling small businesses in this country, and most of those, or a lot of times, they're trying to talk manufacturing jobs. Someone that's going to make products that's going to be sold to other people so that you you put more people to work to make more products to be sold. In a business like my own, for me to grow my business, I would have to uh, like open another shop or a satellite shop or buy a tow truck and do more towing uh, because other than that, it's not that easy to expand my business because I don't make anything. I service people that have money to spend. So if people don't have money to spend, they don't have that many people to service. I have less people to service. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, Ken, what would you say? Do you think that uh, society does enough to educate our youth about uh, starting their own business? About, um, you know, uh, as that is an option. I mean, you always hear, you know, go to school and go to college and... You know, you get a chance to work at XYZ Company, but uh, you don't hear a lot about, hey, you have an opportunity to, you know, have your own fate, create your own fate, and be successful in doing whatever that you desire by starting your own company. Well, I think we could do more, I think we could do more in, in, in that vein because... That is something that I do on a daily basis. I mean, I do it all the time. I tell, I tell especially young folks, I explain to them that uh, there are lots of opportunities out there for them to start their own business and do very well as long as they're willing to work hard at it. Um, because the more entrepreneurs you have, the more um, business people you have in business, starting business, I think I think basically I think that would help grow the economy. Tell you the truth, mm-hmm. because uh, generally, if you, if you're, the person is a hardworking person, if they start a, if they start a business, they're probably going to do very well because they're not they're not going to want to fail. Right. Especially if they have to make some sort of an investment into it, they're not going to want to lose it. Exactly. And, so you know. I mean, I, that's a, I think that's a good thing for young folks, and I think that a lot more people could go into business if they were 
just kind of coached and, and taught it a little more, and it was pushed a little bit more. But no, we don't talk about that too much in a lot of communities. I mean, in some communities we may, but many of them we don't. In many schools we don't. I think it's something should even be brought up in schools, actually. Hey, Jack, do you, do you have anything else for Ken? Yeah, um... I'm sorry, I'm just... Are you... I'm, so, I'm, I'm sorry, I was just... I was just taking a shower. Yeah, I um, know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I Ken was showering down, okay? And I caught him off guard. <laughs> So in, in terms of um, of inspiration, Ken, if you uh, hear of a black man uh, who's worth $3 billion and he lives in Garden City and he does whatever he does, does that, does that turn you on? Does it do anything for you? Um, I don't mean sexually, of course. I mean, do you... Inspirationally... <laughs> 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 Do you feel like, you know what, I want to go into work tomorrow and I want to increase my sales by another $20,000 because this person inspired me? Um, not necessarily for me, but, um, I mean, there, 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 I have, I was, I have been quite inspired by, by, um, seeing other people that were successful, that did go into business and, and that did do very well. And because early on I knew I could do, I mean, I never worried about working. I was never lazy. I like work. It doesn't bother me, especially like working on cars. I've always liked that since I was a kid. And, and I was very good at working on cars. So I knew if I was doing it for myself, I would be better than working mm-hmm. with someone else. Because you're working with someone right. else. Basically, you got to wait for them to, uh, you know, give you your kudos and all that stuff. But if you're doing it for yourself, the better you do, the harder you work, the better you're going to do. So I knew I would. So to see someone else doing it and doing well and, and having the nice house and the boat and all the other good things, whatever they wanted, I knew that was an opportunity to do that if I was in my own business. I'd have a much better chance of being successful working for myself than for someone else. So right. That's where my inspiration comes from, yes. Just looking at sheer numbers, um, and I was having a discussion, I think, with... Um might have been LC, or it might have been, <laughs> might have been um, my new co-host. <laughs> um, just in sheer numbers, if you look at a working class man who makes $50,000 a year, he works 30 years, and um, if I have my calculations right here, I think his total overall gross net is about $1.5 million if he makes $50,000 for 30 years. And when you look at a business owner, if you get the right thing going, it's very, it's very, uh, there's a potential to make $1.5 million in your first year and have that number increment each year. It may trail off at one point, but certainly there's, you have more of a potential to exceed $1.5 million in 30 years as a business owner than as just a regular working class man. Absolutely. 
Yeah, and that's you know I, I think that's something a lot of people don't realize. And they like don't. I look at this guy from Facebook who just donated a hundred million dollars to to Newark. I mean, mm-hmm. that's incredible, and he's in his twenties. Absolutely, yeah. you could never do that as a working class man. I'm sorry, Thank but you. that's for sure. It'll never happen. <laughs> Come on, Jack. You're no, yourself donating $100 million? No, no, I'm just simply saying I'm not trying to depress the listeners because I think that the working class men and women are, are certainly needed. Um, yeah, you got to uh, have both. I mean, everybody can't be in business and everybody can't be working class. But, hey, it's, it, it, it doesn't hurt to be on the uh, business side and, and doing the better part or, or making better progress. Right. I, t- I tell you, it's I, you know what I think it's so great about uh, being having your own business is that, like you said, Ken, the sky's the limit, and you know depending on how much you want, how much uh, work and effort you want to put into your business, it's going to determine how successful you are to pretty much mm-hmm. some extent. Hello? I mean, you can't probably say that ninety, you know, hundred percent of the time, but probably ninety-nine percent of the time. Yeah, um, um, and unless you run into some serious pitfalls or something serious happen that, that just prohibits you, I mean, most people that go into business and work hard at it and don't have any really serious bad luck, they will do very well. And, and what do you, like, like you were saying, they'll do much better than the working class person. I mean, as a pitfalls too, you will, you, you'll, as I said, like myself, you'll get less vacations maybe, but... It gives you a pretty good lifestyle. I mean, it's it's worth doing, and it, it's worth letting other people know and, and and kind of putting it out there so people can uh, make that choice. Sometimes. What what's the best for, form of advertising? Is it uh, newspaper, word of mouth? Uh, what what do you think? Uh, I, I think I think the jury's out on that because. A few people have their own personal uh, feelings about that. Mine is actually, I prefer word of mouth, even though that may not be enough sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, Word of mouth is is one of the very best, so that's why you really need to treat your customers really good so that they will spread the word for you. But sometimes you might might have to do some uh, local... Uh, if your if your business basically draws from a local um, geographic area, you have it's better to do it's good to do some local advertisement, some like a local papers or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, and and they maybe do a couple of radio spots here or there occasionally, but I don't think a radio spot is something that all business should do all the time because you're paying for advertising in a far broader area than you're going to be actually pulling customers from. Right. So you won't be advertising on this show. <laughs> I try to tell you, Jack, that so I'm sorry. Okay. Well, I, I mean, it's I like don't pay the bills. I don't mind okay. pulling from uh, broad area, you know. <laughs> well, Ken, we know that we had you on a little longer than we anticipated, but we oh, not a did problem, thoroughly not enjoy the interview, and we do hope that we get to do it again at some point because I'm sure our listeners benefited immensely from your wealth of knowledge and the the kind uh, dialogue that we we enjoy this evening so um, hey not a problem my pleasure okay well Elsie yeah, I think that maybe we'll wrap up the show and um, what do you say until next week yep until next week we appreciate it again Ken 
and uh, for coming on the show. And if you need someone to uh, fix that car, give them a shout. And go to lcandjack.com to link up with them. That's right. Uh, do you have a banner up there for them? 7181. I'm sorry, Jack? That was 516-593-7181, Harry's Auto Body, Lindbrook. That's, That's right. right. Give him a shout. Tell him LC and Jack sent you. Until okay, next thanks. Tuesday. Well, actually, we're going to let Ken go, but our colleague Kim just joined. I don't know really? Why she's up. Oh, my. Yes, we definitely left must. Show. Yes. But I don't know if you want to, Ken, if you want to hang on for another two minutes or if you need to go, we can... Uh, yeah, I'm going to slide on out of here, guys. It's yeah. been a pleasure. Thank you so much. I appreciate okay, it. Okay, we'll talk soon. Absolutely. Please do. Yes. Yeah. Thanks okay. again for being on the show. Take Thank you. Bye-bye. Hey, uh, Jack, I do have some birthdays real quick I want to run through before Kim well, jumps on the line. Uh, okay. Before she jumps in, let me just give some birthdays to you here. Uh, sure she's here. Is she here? Is she here? Kim, are you there? I'm here, gentlemen. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay, well, well your, your let birthday. me just run through some birthdays, and then we can talk. We, we have plenty of time to talk to her. Uh, happy birthday to former super track star Marion Jones. All right? To washed up a singing R&B singer Ashante, 29 this week. To legendary football receiver Cherry Rice. He's 47 this week. To the megastar, R&B superstar, I should say, Usher. He's 30 this week. And, Jack, to a lot of our Facebook listeners, happy birthday to Eddie Johnson, uh, Valencia Exo, Cherry Martinez, Jeff Arendt, Ken Wells, Sheila Evans, and to our one of our guests, Kelly G., Happy birthday from the LC and Jack radio show. And special shout-outs to Iowa Washington, Wendy Sellers, Tracy Santos, R.J. Williams, Kurt the Barber from Hotheads Barbershop in the Wood. Big up from the LC and Jack radio show. Go ahead there, Jack. Hey, Kim. I hear your, your animal. My animal? Yeah, not unless LC has a dog. <laughs> somebody have a dog? I, I thought I heard somebody panting. You guys are so funny. I'm not feeling well. I'm not feeling well today. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Oh. Well, Kim, Kim has been holding you down there, Jack, while you were MIA. And Kim's I been holding down, LC. I understand. What's the matter, Kim? Um, I am very proud, first of all, that everybody's on the show together tonight. We need to keep this going. Yes, we should. And, um, I have to ask Elsie a quick question. Did, did you say washed up singer Ashanti? Yes, 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 she is. I cannot believe that. She's done. She's, she's fried, okay. She's 29. She's 29 and washed up. Her and Marion Johnson, okay, hanging out together. Oh, boy. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. She doesn't come out with with a blockbuster. She is a legend in her own right, gentlemen. 
Wow. I didn't make the comment. Don't, don't put me on his boat. <laughs> yeah, Jack knows he does not want to be in trouble with Jeff. <laughs> so, Jill, okay, when, um, what's going on? Well, I want to hear about why you're not feeling well. I think I must have gotten like a bug or something, you know, I've just been feeling under the weather, but today I've been coughing a lot, <laughs> so um, I didn't want to cough through our show, but oh, I, okay. I needed to call in and at least let you all know my presence. Yeah, well, well, we had know. a good guest on tonight and very informative, too bad you weren't able to be a part of the interview. It was boy talk. Well, what? It was boy talk. It's boy talk, huh? Wow. I guess guess Kim said, you know, next time, okay? She was not into the groove tonight. So she needs to get her car fixed. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Be begging them to fix it, okay? <laughs> when you pay wow. extra money. <laughs> you guys are tough. <laughs> well, we have a great guest, though, next week, guys. And it should be interesting. So hopefully all of us will be able to work the show and have fun Definitely. with our guest next week. And do you have any parting words there, uh, Jack? Well, as usual, you've been listening to the LC and Jack Radio Show live here on live Blog Talk Radio. Jack's a little, Jack's a little rusty. Yeah, <laughs> and as always, we do appreciate you, the listener, for tuning in and being a part of our world for for whatever time you can. LC. Well, Kim, do you, do you have anything for the audience? Uh, you know, you've been a regular stay, so Jack. Uh, you know, I needed to get that in since they didn't remember who he was. <laughs> Breast cancer awareness, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. Um, yes, I definitely is. have some. I, I'd like to do a really quick shout-out to a young woman named Scotty Chapman. She just finished uh, breast cancer treatment, and she's doing mm. extremely well. So, um, you know, in honor of Breast Cancer Month, go get your checkup. Um, if you get early detection, you can be treated earlier. And for all of our listeners, thanks for listening and thanks for caring. And on that note, from the LC and Jack Radio Show and the whole party here, thanks for again tuning in, and we will see you next Tuesday at 7.30. Good night. Good night. Good night.